0: Bible reading, which I would like to base the continuation of the Easter message on, is part of the Easter story, a small part, but a very important part, recorded in Mark 16, verses 3 and 4. And they asked each other, who will roll the stone away from the entrance of the tomb? But when they looked up, they saw that the stone, which was very large, had been rolled away. that is our text. Last week was Easter Sunday and now we are in the season of Easter and we often use this time to celebrate both a fact and our faith. The fact is that Jesus Christ is risen. And that fact serves as the source and the cause of our faith and This faith allows us to share in our Lord's resurrection. After all, the Apostle Paul said that if you confess with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. That is the fact, and this is our faith. Now, there's another fact in our text which encourages our faith in our Lord's resurrection. And that fact is that the tombstone, sealing Christ's grave, had been rolled away. In our text, Christ is depicted as decrypted. He is shown as risen from the grave. And that rolled away tombstone of Easter now gives us a a new way to look at our own tombstones. Have you ever taken a stroll through a cemetery Curiously observing the various tombstones. Tombstones have always appealed to our monumental curiosity. Tombstones have two functions. They mark and they separate. Tombstones mark death. They are solid reminders that death is real. Tombstones also mark specific people. As dead. Death is not some vague idea, but rather a very personal reality. Tombstones also separate. They separate the, the dead from the living. Now, in Jesus' day, tombstones served as doors sealing off the entrance to a grave. Nowadays, tombstones simp- uh, simply serve as symbolic doors sealing off the entrance to a grave. They, they separate the dead from the living, They separate decay from vitality. Tombstones mark, and they separate. Observing these tombstones, then, elicits a response from the living. Most people generally pity those on the other side of the tombstone. Perhaps we conclude that they can no longer enjoy life, or at least life as we know it. But this pity soon evolves and escalates into loneliness and despair when the deceased is a loved one. That means we're alone. Will we ever see them again? But the living can be such a vain bunch. Perhaps we need to consider the possibility that these tombstones are not marking others as dead, and separating others from our precious presence. This consideration can be prompted by looking at the shiny marble of a tombstone in which we see a reflection, a reflection of ourselves. Perhaps that tombstone is actually marking us as dead. Perhaps it is separating us from real living. Perhaps we need to look at a tombstone that way in order to appreciate the Easter tombstone. You know, God gave us something else in stone, his law. The tombstone of God's law actually marks us as dead. It marks us as sinners and condemns us. It reflects that we are by nature spiritually dead. The tombstone of God's law also separates the stench and decay of our sins from God's righteousness. It it separates us from life, eternal life. After all, there is no one who is righteous by observing the law. Yes, the tombstone of God's law marks and separates as dead. And there are often two responses to this. One is a a response of despair as we wonder, what can we possibly do? And the other is a response of anger. Graciously, God's response is not contingent either upon our despair or our anger, but only his unfathomable love for us. The tombstone of God's law has been trumped by the tombstone of Easter. But first, there is the tombstone of Good Friday. On that day, Christ was marked by his Father. He was singled out. Jesus took the tombstone of God's law upon himself in our place. Jesus was also separated, separated from life, a spiritual life as he was forsaken by his Father, but also physical life as he breathed his last. Then he was buried, and a large tombstone was rolled over the entrance to the grave, sealing his death. When this tombstone was observed, it also elicited a response. You know, before Easter morning, I imagine those close to Jesus could only pity that man. I mean, he was such a good man, undeserving of death. Before Easter morning, I'm sure those close to Jesus also were a little afraid. With Jesus in the grave, what would happen to them? Without Easter morning, we too would have to pity the man who died on Good Friday. Although Paul reminds us it's actually we who would be pitied. For without Easter, the tombstone of Good Friday would be our fate. But the tombstone of Good Friday is not our fate. Because we have Easter and that Easter tombstone has been rolled away. This rolled away tombstone did some marking and separating too. It marked an open grave, an empty grave. Christ is risen. This rolled away tombstone did some separating too. It revealed Christ as separated from the stench and decay of death. He is alive. Observing this rolled away tombstone of Easter elicits a response of alleluia. Another alleluia is in order because that rolled away tombstone reminds each of us that one day our tombstones, too, will be rolled away. In a sense, Easter tombstones remind us that we are alive now by Christ's righteousness and later on the last day. The women, you recall, went to the grave to anoint Jesus' body with perfume. In a sense, they wanted to honor Jesus with their mark. Well, in reality, it is actually Jesus who honors us with his mark. And we receive his mark in baptism. That's why Easter season is so often associated with baptismal remembrance. We are alive. You know, the Easter tombstone can also remind us we've been separated, separated from the guilt of our sin and the sting of death. It reminds us that we will share in Jesus' promise when he said, because I live, you too shall live. Observing that Easter tombstone elicits a response of rejoicing. That's why we're here today, to rejoice for the gift of life. So the next time you go to a cemetery to observe the tombstone of a loved one, whether it be father or mother, husband or wife, son or daughter, rejoice at the gift of life God granted them among you, and even more so for the gift of life they now share in the presence of our risen Lord and Savior. And when you get to thinking about your own inevitable tombstone, Don't panic. The Easter tombstone reminds us that it's all good. Now, and especially on the last day. Our risen Lord, who is depicted as decrypted, is now encrypted on our hearts. We have been redeemed by Christ the crucified and Christ the risen. Alleluia. Amen.